both sound pretty good. All right. What is up, y'all? We're back with episode 46 of Your House, Our Rules. Um, we have a little bit more of a somber episode that we have today. Uh, if you don't know, we live in Cincinnati. Last night was Monday Night Football between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals here in Cincinnati. And um, DeMar, uh, DeMar Hamlin went uh, for went for a tackle against T. Higgins last night, was hit in the chest, and he stood up for about three seconds and fell back to the ground. Uh, medical teams came in with an ambulance, gave him CPR. He was administered oxygen on the way to the hospital. He is now at UC Health with a pulse and on a defibrillator. He is not breathing on his own, but he has a, a, a pulse still. Um, so very scary stuff that we have never seen the likes of in football before. You know, um, I just want to say before we even get started on this topic that uh, thoughts and prayers from everybody at your house, our rule, go out to him and his family Absolutely. because this is this is something like I just said we've never seen before. Uh, it's over been over twenty four hours now, I think, since that that happened. I think it was eight fifty five, and it, it is about eight, it's eight thirty. Yeah, it's close to being twenty four hours from when it actually happened. Yeah, and he there's still no word on him. You know, I saw some comments last night that were like you know when Willis McGahee went down back in like the early 2000s when he was at Miami or whatever he was like you know he texted him when this was all going down he's like we knew how serious it was but like we knew that you were going to get up for that right there was none of that last night so how how do you kind of see the situation how do you think that it was dealt with uh uh, go ahead I think it was I I think it was dealt with about the way it, it could have been. I mean, honestly, there's no other way you can deal with something like that if you're not totally prepared for it. And no one in their right mind was totally prepared for anything close to to that magnitude. Yeah. And for them to handle, you know, the people at ESPN handled it uh, very well. You could tell the emotions. Yeah. Uh, the deep emotions that they had. You could tell the, the you know, uh, staff was crying, you know, that's or at least tearing up. Um you know, some reporters were were even were crying. I mean, just filled with emotion. Exactly. Because be, at that point in time, it becomes more than football. Right. And you don't really know. You're you know, it's not like you're witnessing somebody in your family that you've known has been sick for so long. And it, you know, what I mean, it's yeah. something that happens like that in an instant, and you're not prepared for it. Emotion takes over because more than just football, this person's a young man. Right. Twenty four year old. Uh, came out of Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh six round pick, yep. you know, young guy. His mom's in the, guy. His mom's in the stands, you know, watching the game, and then all of a sudden, boom, this happens. And then all, you know, it wasn't like, hey, let's bring out the stretcher. I saw the guy for Buffalo that the uh, team that was around him immediately was waving somebody yes. over saying, bring out the ambulance, let's yeah. go. Yeah, and I mean... And the, at that moment, I knew that it was going to be something was, more important than what you would normally see in an it, injury. It was more serious. For me, Absolutely. it was when they came back. Sometimes they come back and you know uh, there, there's injuries still happening. Yeah. But they kind of came back and went to another commercial. Yep. And then they came and they back and they went to another ESPN commercial. Studios too. And next thing you know, you're seeing like Diggs on the sideline, like balling, and their entire team like huddled around him, kneeling. Our team kneeling. Yep. Everybody in the stands still there, but completely yep. quiet. Just and people were at the game last night. Who I know, they said like people were crying. Yeah. And all that, you know, it's one of those things where like everyone has an appreciation of this sport, man. It's it, it's football. It's NFL football. It's so it's so intertwined with American culture. Right. And when you see this young man who is, you know, 
they, they obviously get put their health at risk to entertain. And when you see uh, someone with a slightly violent sport actually right. go down and not get back up, right? It's it just it's a testament to of how like once in a lifetime this really is. And like I tweeted today, I was like, the people are going to remember this moment in sports. People are going to be like, this is the moment that that like things change. That yeah. where were you when fucking Hamlin hit the ground? Right. Um. Because you know. A lot of people are giving Higgins some shit for this. Why? I, I it was a normal, was regular normal, football normal, play. Normal football. It's not football like move. he he jammed him in his chest or did anything like that. Exactly. He went after Higgins and tackled him to the ground. Higgins yeah. had absolutely but, nothing but, to do with but that. But that's not necessarily the point. What what the point is because this happened and because it did end up happening that way, we might see some like rule structure changes and stuff like that, which I don't think anybody necessarily wants to see, but you know, it comes to a time where this is a freak accident. Um, I've heard people like there are people just assuming stuff online too. Yeah. Like I heard someone today, he's like, he has to already have a heart issue if he went down. I'm like, man, you can get knocked out with nine or seven pounds of pressure to your chin. It, yeah. Sometimes you just get hit the wrong way, and it's, it, it could kill you. Yeah. It, it could kill you. Right. So I I, I wouldn't blame Higgins uh, whatsoever. He's taken some flack, but there's there's just a lot of there's a lot of like. Very good things going on right right now uh, with football because, like, Cincinnati fans were meeting up outside of the hospital last night to show their support and stuff like that. And there's some really garbage things going on. You know, like we mentioned before with the commentators, I heard someone today who was uh, talking about uh, Clark, one of the commentators, last night. He got a little bit wild up, and at one point they cut they cut it, and then they came back to him, and he was calmed down a little bit. But he was like, he used to be one of the dirtiest players in the league. Why is he even talking about this right now? I was like, we just watched a young man who might not ever draw breath again playing the game that he loves. And I was like, so for you to sit there and make those accusations at him at a time like this, that's bullshit, bro. I did not that's see that, garbage. and I did not hear that. But, I mean, if that's the case, then that's something that needs to be reprimanded. Because you can't speak like that about somebody. I don't care how they were or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. And the thing about it was he was very like supportive of this dude, almost too supportive, uh, because you know he was getting really really wired up about it and kept. He's like he's like he's like this game doesn't even matter right now. We shouldn't even be talking about what's going to happen right. between the Bills and the the Bengals. Right. But you know. I think once at a certain point, though, once you're sitting there and there is no answers, we don't know what's going on. Sometimes you got to shift the narrative a little bit so that you yeah, have like, but, time to fill. I uh, thought the commentators did a fantastic, fantastic job, job yeah, of covering the time. Job. They yeah. had three hours that they needed to cover with almost no information, and right. they got done. Exactly. And to Clark's credit, he did the fucking most out of all the commentators that I've seen to keep right. the ball rolling on right, that one. Right. So, yeah, I, I mean, did you were you watching during the – that time i watched yeah i was watching the game when that happened yeah. um i also watched sports center afterwards probably stayed up until about 11 30 or midnight just mm-hmm. to try and figure out what was going on if if the if he was all right like just to kind of see what the diagnosis was my buddy uh todd his wife is a doctor and they live out in indianapolis <clears throat> and he was mentioning that she was basically giving him information like they see people a couple of times, couple of people a season probably mm-hmm. that are a lot younger, you know, whether it's in peewee football, if, you know, during the time frame of when they're uh, actually tackling that young uh, in high school and stuff like that, where kids will come in and, and they have uh, cardiac arrest from getting hit a certain way. They didn't have heart issues. So to go back to your point, they didn't have heart issues yep. before that or anything like that. And you have to administer, she said, you have to administer a, a, a nine minutes at minimum of CPR for that person to truly be able to uh, make it out of this or at least be able to show signs of life. Yeah. Um, 
and that's 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 crazy and that's when they brought the ambulance in and did what they needed to do and that's it was just so not it wasn't it was not it was telling of how big uh the game of football is and and how much more than the game that this really means to these players and, and mm-hmm. to the fans and give credit to the Bengals, uh, like the stadium fans yeah. for the Bengals and Taylor and coach Taylor, man. Yeah, dude, I mean, they, they, they handled that with, with class and grace. Right. So, so what happened was, well, we don't exactly know what happened. We know that after they carted him off the field, they gave a five minute, uh, like warm up time and they were going to play the game before they even got like a minute or two into that Taylor and McDermott, right. Is yep. his name. Yep. McDermott meet over at uh, the Bills sideline and they're talking to the referee and you know they got the cameras on them and they're both just kind of shaking their head no. Yeah. It's obvious that the Bills players are not until they know what's going on with their teammate that they they're not going to be able to play. Nope. And you know uh, I think that like that shoe a testament some stuff came out today that said that the the two coaches were the ones that decided to good, at, good that, for them. at that point, go back into the locker room because I think they still were planning on playing, but then when there was no word, it was just like, okay, let's cut it. But exactly, I am proud of my team that they went Absolutely. out there because this is a huge game, huge, yes. meaningful game yes. in, in the in the sports world. And like they, they could have called a tie, they could call it a loss for both because both teams technically forfeited yep. the match or whatever. Right. But just having the balls to say, you know what, this is so much bigger than yep. the fucking game of football was was great and i'm proud of my team or whatever i'm pr- i'm proud of both teams for being able to do that yeah. show class yeah exactly that's what uh, it's about and, in my and, opinion and, it's show class and you know if you're a true football fan you don't want to win this game by default anyway no because because no, no. there's no way that those players are going to be able to come out right. and play a game after their teammate just got carted off not right. breathing or whatever right. so if i beat the bills i want to beat them straight up Correct. Straight up. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, now we can kind of get into, you know, how the NFL is going to, like, react to this, how they're going to deal with it. It was announced today that they aren't going to replay this game this week. Not this week, no. Yeah, yeah actually, Buffalo was on the plane back to Buffalo uh, yesterday. Correct. At, at, like, midnight. Midnight. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I thought that if there was one thing that we should have done, if we actually want to play the game out, then we should have played it today or maybe even tomorrow wednesday there's, there's no tuesday. way those guys are prepared mentally and and, and emotionally to be able to play a football and, game and you know and I, you could honestly say both sides exactly and you there's know, no way well the whole nfl i saw that the hall of fame uh inductees or whatever was delayed today yeah so i mean a that's lot, what i'm saying there's the, you're not prepared for something like this right let this play out and, and see how the young man's doing after so because again my buddy todd his wife said you don't know for about three or four days whether uh, he's going to be able to come back from this, and if so, to what degree? Yeah, and there's still no word on what's going on. You'll, you won't know something yeah. she said for about three or four days, truly what's going to happen. So it'll be interesting to see what exactly. this week. So for those guys to play a game on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When, without knowing the situation with this guy and coming back to Cincinnati where he's currently at and trying to you – know, there's right. no way. And that and that's kind of a testament to me to how well I think that the NFL is handling yes, it right now. for sure. Because the, a lot of people are hating on the NFL. They're like, these guys really tried to make them go on. Like, they're almost like Goodell is on the phone with fucking Blackburn. And like, get them back on the field. We no, need, a, we need this game to do whatever. That's, of course, Dude, people – And I've been explaining to people, I'm like, I don't think they even had the time for the NFL to get and call no. them. The dude was on the ground, got up, they start the warm-up a minute or two later, they were walking back to the locker room. Correct. And, you know, now... They didn't it, know what was going on themselves, so to blame anybody like that for that kind of situation... 
is yeah. is ridiculous. Exactly. And you know, now it's the day after. It was like uh, 12, 14 hours after that they kind of like announced that they weren't going to play the game. And I think that they're just handling this in the w- well. They know it's a sensitive topic. They know that fucking getting yeah. the game out there is going to piss a lot of people off. Um, it might piss people off to not put the game out there. But, Both sides but, are going to be but, mad. But yeah. right now, the, the big thing that everyone seems focused on is whether or not this young man is going to be okay. Correct. And Correct. That is, that is That's great, exactly the way it should be. It's a great thing for the league. It's a yep. great thing for the players. It's a great, yep. great, great thing for everybody. So now let's talk a little bit about what you think we might want to do now that we know that the game's not going to happen this week because there, there's been a couple options that have been put on the table. The NFL really hasn't said anything. A lot of people are saying they might just call it a tie. A lot of people are saying they might count it as a loss for both of them because both of the team's uh, coaches said that they weren't going to play the game. Um, what happens is when there is a delayed game or a suspended game that happens, the NFL has a rule that they can play it uh, at the same stadium or a neutral site somewhere close within the next two days. Or they apparently have some sort of clause in there that they're allowed to push their season back another week to allow makeup games. So, I would like to see where that that happens. I think the the latter of what you just mentioned, which to one? move move the the season back a week to allow for that game to take place because technically, I mean, technically speaking, this also has um, you know a number one seed implications, mm-hmm. number one overall seed implications. It also has implications like if you give both of those teams a loss, then what happens to the the Bengals Ravens game? Exactly. Okay, because now you're looking at a potential wild card for the Cincinnati Bengals yeah. in a situation that that's not necessarily, you know, that's out of their control. Yeah, but you know what? If it came down to it, I would take the loss if, if that's what they decided to, to do. Um, it wouldn't be my favorite thing. Someone's going to get screwed if they do do something like that, if they just count the game as a loss or a tie. I think tie, you get a little bit less screwed because that way we win our division. Right. Uh, Buffalo, I think, has already clinched their division. But why wouldn't you just want to try and play the game at some point? Uh, the only reason why I wouldn't want to play the game at some point or why I don't think that the NFL would want to play the game is more what the question is because I want to get the game played. Right. I do. But when it comes down to it, pushing everything back one week and then, like, I guess eliminating the Pro Bowl or whatever, from a business standpoint, I don't see how that would work. Obviously, if they do have it written into this clause that they're allowed to do that, then they have a backup plan for these weekends to, to play these games or whatever. Yeah, and I get that. But and- it's just one of those things where it's like if you're pushing everything back a week, there's people who have probably been, like, planning these playoff things for work and stuff like that, like, months in advance, weeks in advance or something but like things that. things change. Things change. <laughs> Things do change. Things but do change. The, but that's the thing about like the organizations like the NFL. They don't. These games are set up by a week by week basement. Yeah, and I really get, tight I get schedule, that. So. Oh, for sure, for sure. But see, here's the thing: if you can give the players their money for the Pro Bowl if they made it and cancel the Pro Bowl and and get this game played, they'll make way more money as an organization for this game than they would the Pro Bowl. Right. By far, no yeah. one gives a shit about the Pro Bowl. Yeah, Even no, the players don't give a shit about no, the Pro Bowl. You're, you're right. No one does. They want to make the money that they get now, from their contract for making the Pro Bowl. So give them their money and not have to play the Pro Bowl. They'd be all right with that. Trust r- me. Right. I, well, yeah, I don't think anybody's really like sold on the Pro Bowl, especially this year. You know, they're playing flag football this year, right? 
It's stupid. Yeah. It's a joke. Dude, my, my cousin Get was talking about Get rid of it. Just give him a bonus and call it a day. My cousin was talking about how he thinks it's cool. I was like, I don't think flag football is cool. No. Don't play the game. Have the little fucking skill challenges or whatever yeah, You could that do that, have. yeah. And name the teams, like just right. like in college. Like right. They don't necessarily, like first team All-American or whatever, he's not necessarily playing in like right. a Pro Bowl game, yeah. but he's gifted that award. Yeah, college is more meaningful though because those kids get to show – out a little bit, especially in like the senior bowl, which is like their version of the pro bowl. Right. They get to show out a little bit for NFL teams so they can kind of see what they're made of a little bit. Well, I mean, the only thing about that is there's, they're not playing in bowl games to the respective bowl games or whatever. They're not going to sit there and play in the all American. Correct. No, yeah. I totally so, agree with that, so, which quite frankly, it's stupid. Yeah. Now, and I could see that they would do that. It's just from a business standpoint, because you know, a lot of people were talking last night. They're like, they're like, call the game. Call the game, and what they don't understand is that this mega corporation that's worth millions and millions of dollars, right? Things do not work that no, fast. they don't. And fucking whether or not when they're you, not understood, like whether, what's happening, whether yes. or not you want to admit it or not, fucking the capitalistic fucking company that is the NFL does not give a fuck about they don't. about emotions. No, they don't. Their their thing is to make money. money. There are millions of dollars in all kinds of different businesses here, right? That fucking the people need their money or whatever. And you know what? I'm damn proud that the NFL does. Decided to fucking do what they did rather than, about that. rather than say, hey, you know what? You guys need to play this game yeah, regardless of how absolutely. you Absolutely. That's the way it should have been. Exactly. So the, there's a, a couple of the options that we could see. Um, I I would have liked to see the game this week. Obviously, now that we don't know like what's up in the air, and you said that it could be three or four days before we Yeah, it's usually about out. three or four days before you really truly find out what's going to – like it, for that progress – for him to progress to the point where they understand what's going to happen and what's kind of the, what's the next steps with him in his recovery. So knowing that there's no way I think those guys could have come back here on a Wednesday even and played that game. So in my opinion, you said that you want to push it back a week and have it after the Ravens game, which actually does help us too, because now we're not going into the Ravens game worried about whether or not we won or lost to the Bills. We can save the fucking biggest game for then. For that. Yeah. So um, uh, I'd like to see it played if we can extend it just a little bit and make sure we can kind of fit that in. I think it would be great. And then, you know, I, I don't know. It, it's not like they can give both teams a a bye the first week of the playoffs. You know what I mean to kind of con- to kind of counteract that. No, no they no, can't no. do that. So and I mean, that's, I, that's another. Hopefully, thing. there's something that maybe they can you know uh, change or or do something with that can help yeah. them. I don't know. And that's an, I, I don't know that's all another the options. Thing. If they do push the decide to push it a week back or not, that, I think the worst option would be if they decide to play it like midway through the week before the playoffs. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be that'd good. Be, Absolutely terrible. No, but I think that the best option here, I don't know what bylaws they have for this, but when two coaches were to forfeit the game, I think the best outcome that we could get would be to call it fucking, for both the business side of things and the teams, would be to call it a tie, tie. between the two teams. Yeah, if there was that option, I would be, I and, mean, obviously I want to see the game played, then, but the other option I would say I would go with would be a tie. And then I'll tell you what, I'll take that tie too, because I think that's going to light bo- a fire under both teams' ass, and we might see an AFC championship that is Who knows? That would be that would be awesome. Yeah. And would. honestly, I, I hope that does happen, quite honestly, because I, I like Buffalo. I think they, you know, Josh Allen, like those guys, they seem like they're, 
you know, they're a classy organization. I like Dermot McDermott. I think he's a great, if the great head coach. Go, if the Bengals don't go, I'm rooting for the Bills. Yeah, I, and it's not, and I would say that even before what happened last night, yeah. because I, I mm-hmm. like that team mo- more than anybody else in in the AFC that has a chance for to sure. go to the Super well, Bowl. Well, that, sure. they're, they're, that's what was so great about the game last night. What made it so big, like. These are two teams that fucking uh, they had the longest non-playoff win streak in the right. NFL, and then they won a playoff game, yep. and then we were the second. Do you remember the uh, when Andy Dalton that game where Andy Dalton allowed them to make it to the playoffs? Yeah, when we yeah. beat Baltimore. To Did get you there. ever see the WWE uh, rendition of Stone Cold coming down the oh, no. ramp? And hitting the rock with a chair to allow mankind to win the the, the championship, like a long time ago in Raw. Yeah, okay. So Stone Cold, they have a meme where it's Andy Dalton and Stone Cold comes down the uh, ramp and as Andy Dalton's face and he's like like this and he hits the chair. He hits the meme or the whatever gif you want to call it. Yeah. He hits the rock who was the um, Baltimore Ravens and then the fucking face of – Mankind was the Bills, and he pinned them, and the Bills went to the playoff yeah. game. That was like a, a – dude, that thing's funny. Yeah, I got to show it, that it, to well, you. It was. But so the they, Bills – the my point to that story is the Bills have always had an appreciation because they gave to Andy Dalton's foundation yeah. after they made it to the playoffs yeah. that year. The, the Bills They've are, always had an appreciation for Cincinnati. And the Bills, the Bills and the fucking Bengals are right up the same alley yes. when it comes to that. We're those fucking right. drunken, disorderly fucking fans that fucking have a <laughs> shitty-ass yes. franchise that's finally doing yes. something worth the shit yes and you know when we're talking about possible first seed second seed implications on monday night people were calling this the greatest fucking monday night football game of all time the hype was real the hype was real the hype was real and and it did it did get ruined but you know what that is what it is because that young bigger man, than football it, it is bigger than football yep so hopefully we'll have some more news about what goes on with that game here in the coming weeks until then Bengals are looking forward to the ravens yep yeah, no, so. it's gotta, you got to move on. Yeah, and I think we're going to be pray for that young man though. Let's hope that everything comes out well for him. Uh, same, Let's do yeah. it. Get back, get better. Prayers yep. and thoughts go out to him. Absolutely. Man. This has been episode forty-six of Your House, Our Rules. Peace. Peace.